Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Nerd Address. I'm your host and Nerd General BusterBrew99. In today's episode, I sat down with a Reddit user that designed an RGB LED mask. His name is The Pumas, and I've linked his Reddit profile and YouTube channel down below. You can also find links to his mask video and the other videos we discussed in this episode. Now with all that out of the way, let's get into it. Hey, how are you? I'm pretty good. Good, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I just finished my last exam uh, this semester uh, yesterday. Nice. So, uh, but uh, next semester starts Monday, so, uh, you know, <laughs> that's really not really a break, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, congrats on just finishing up, I guess. Thank you. You know, making it easy. How about you? I am... Ooh, we just started, like... 10 days ago for our semester. So yeah, I still got a couple more weeks in this one. So yeah. And you said you're in yeah. university, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What are you studying? Uh, well, my, what's it called? Uh, it's called the uh, digital design and it's an uh, interactive technology. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's quite long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, studying cybersecurity and networking. So. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah. That sounds. Uh, what do you call it? Like in the programming in sense. Uh yeah, it's a little bit of programming. It's more focused on after you program the stuff, making sure it stays secure. Um, oh okay. So I don't do as much programming, but I learn a little bit, uh, so I can read code, but not necessarily write it. I can get a general understanding of it. Okay, that's nice because you know I have a really uh, what's it called. So I think my English is failing me right now, but I have like a what do you call it? Like a, I'm I'm not envious of uh, program developers. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it like that. Like we have so many uh, on uh, on a what's it called? Like not a line, but like a. Like, it's the same university, but it's just like a different study, a different course. Yeah. Not like not a course, but like a what do you call that? Uh, degree. Yeah, different like program. different. Yeah, yeah. That's called software development, and like the life just sounds like hell whenever I hear about it. Right. <laughs> you know, just so much coding. Yeah, I. Uh... My girlfriend's really into programming and all that different stuff, and so I, uh, I leave all that to her. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, but I, I love, uh, like RGB LEDs. That's kind of my thing. So when I saw your picture, I was like, oh, I or when I saw your post, I was like, oh, that is awesome. And so Thank I was, you. I was curious about basically just the process, um of how you made it because it's you know it's something that a lot of people are obviously needing is a mask of some sort at this point um and i think that adds like a cool spin to it that isn't just basic you know cotton mask or you know i think it's pretty sweet so i was just curious if you wanted to run through your process of how you ended up making it yeah thank you I'm glad. I'm glad that you that you like it that much. Also, I, I somehow got like I think I'm about five thousand views right now on my YouTube, which is incredible because it's just like a just a shitty YouTube account. Like I think I have maybe nine subscribers that are like my friends from high school or something. 
<laughs> so you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck happened there. Hey, but, it's a cool yeah. project. That's yeah. Yeah. you worked hard on it, and yeah, it took me a couple of days actually. Um, so it, it, I think it might look uh, like I worked harder on it when I actually did. <laughs> uh, but again, that's the, the diff- what's the definition of hard work, you know? Anyway. So do you want to know like the idea phase or do you just want to yeah, know? Yeah, like... I want to, I mean, run through, I'm down to listen to everything. I think it's cool. So. Okay. So I, I think, I think I actually, I saw some Reddit posts like a long, long time ago where people had made something quite similar. Uh, you know, I, I think I saw a Reddit post with something who made a mask that looked kind of like this one, but you could see the LEDs. Uh, where you know in mine you can't really see you, you, of course you know that, that there's LEDs behind it because it lights up of course but you know the diffusion of light makes it so that it's really um, you can't really see every individual LED if you get what I'm saying right yeah yeah because yeah, you yeah. use the, like, the, I, na- the nanopixels right or whatever like the nano LEDs yeah I think the, uh, yeah I'm not sure actually what they're called right now off the top of my head but it's, it's those um, let me just find them real quick uh Oh, what are they called? Um, it's those. Uh, it's those that you usually just use for Arduino. Yeah. Yeah, they call this WS twenty eight twelve B LEDs. I don't know, man. <laughs> I never. I can never remember these fucking names. You know, it's yeah. always some obscure bullshit. Exactly. Yeah. W S twenty eight one two B LEDs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so what I did was uh, I thought, okay, I can I can probably make that, I can probably make that one or at least get it better than that one. So I I bought an, an uh, what's called an airsoft mesh mask, and I bought the uh, LEDs and um, yeah, that's pretty much what I bought. I already had some Arduino parts and, and stuff like that. And so when I um, I actually I actually bought all these items like a long time ago. And I tried to put the LEDs into the mask, and it just looked like shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could see every individual LED, and it just it looked like you were a giant car with way, way too many headlights, you know. Yeah. And so, and I was like, okay, this is not gonna work. So I put it on the shelf for like a couple of months, also, you know, because when you're at university, you only have so much free time. Like the only reason I could make this mask is because I had like a couple of days between my exams. So I was like, okay, if I gotta make something right now, you know, it's gonna be right now. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you had yeah. a little bit of a break. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and it was actually quite infuriating, uh, you know, to because how well do you say this? I didn't really want you to be able to see every individual ID. Like that's the that was the main point. I wanted the mask to look good. Yeah, you know, and so I did a bunch of let's call it the prototyping. Where you know I was I was trying to figure out okay how do I get how do I get like a cool light effect without um you know without you you being able to see the LEDs. And so what I figured out <laughs> first I took just like a white T-shirt and I put over all the LED strips and I was like okay it's kind of what I want but not really you can still see the LEDs. And then I figured out that you know if I take if I um, hold the T-shirt about maybe like a centimeter or a little bit, do you know centimeters? Yes. Well, m- yeah. I I know of a centimeter. Yes, I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know okay. some metric units. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, I don't know. 
uh, maybe like a, I don't know actually maybe like a fourth of an inch or whatever. Okay. Something like that maybe I think. Uh, if I if I hold the t-shirt, you know, just just above the LEDs, like a, like this little apart, I got that effect. And so I was really happy about that. But you know, I could, of course I couldn't just I couldn't put that into a mask. I couldn't hold the fucking uh, right. t-shirt constantly. It was really difficult, and I was really and also because I couldn't actually go out and buy. Because I live in Denmark right now, and Denmark is entirely locked down, and it's been for months. Like all the stores are closed except for like uh, stores where you can buy food and stuff. Interesting. So I couldn't even. Yeah, it's really really annoying. So I couldn't even go out and like find something I could, you know, I could use to actually make this. <laughs> it was really annoying. <laughs> so. But I, I figured out that, you know, okay, so I have to, you know, kind of mount the LEDs and the T-shirt quite far apart, you know, like a centimeter apart for to be able to look this good, right? So, and this is where it gets really stupid and like kind of, um, what do you call it? Uh, like, uh, what would you call this? Like backyard engineering? Yeah. Uh, like, you know, really, really <laughs> shitty engineering? Yeah. Um, <laughs> haphazardly thrown together? I don't know. Yeah, well, it was certainly, you know, really, I think it was very creative, but really, really stupid at the same time, because what I did was I had a, a lot of um, painkillers, because in Denmark, they come in like um, like 10, 10 per. Yeah. Uh, and they're all in plastic. So you, you like kind of pop them out. Yeah. And so I, I, I had a lot of those and I was just looking at them and I was thinking, okay, that's actually the exact, that's that's just about like the exact um uh, what's it called like size or depth yeah the exact size that i need like the exact depth that i need and i was like can this actually fucking work and so i just started to cut some of them out and you know i of course i cut like i think i cut five out or something like that and i taped them onto the led strips to check and i put my t-shirt over and it was fucking perfect that's awesome and i, I just couldn't believe it it was so fucking stupid and it fucking just worked and so i was like okay i'm just gonna do this this is what i gotta do and so i cut like out i think i cut maybe 30 pieces of those of course i didn't take the pills they're somewhere in like a bottle somewhere <laughs> but you know <laughs> obviously i'm not i'm not dead you know but um so i cut all these um uh, what's it called not semi-circles but like um oval circles out yeah uh, and i just put them on the led strips and um you know when i of course i cut the led strips so they would fit in my mask and i kind of Put them all together. Actually, actually, I taped them all together, which is really funny. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's how I got the diffusion rate. And that, that was like, I think that was the most important part uh, because um, um, let me just see see if I can find a picture because I found I don't want to call anybody out here, but I found a picture of oh, I found a YouTube video of somebody who had made something quite similar. Again, as I said. But it didn't really work out. You might not want to show this, but you can see it. Um, where like all the LEDs, you know, you can really see the LEDs. Yeah. And, yeah. That that's not me, of course. That's some video I found on YouTube, and I I really didn't want that. <laughs> so yeah, if I did it uh, that way with those uh, backyard engineering, I don't have anything else. So now I'll use these fucking pill uh, pill cases. Hey, it worked out. Yeah, it fucking worked out. And the funny <laughs> thing is that, you know, it's only like a centimeter. And the mask is quite big because, it's, of course, it's an airsoft mask. Yeah. So, yeah, that worked really well. 
Um, and of course, so I figured out, yeah. So that was the like the LED light diffusion part, you know. Yeah. Uh, it was really, it was really, I wouldn't say that it was hard to figure out, but it was, you know, it took really some creative um, thinking because, you know, I, I'm pretty good at programming. I'm, I'm kind of good at programming, especially at Reno. So that wasn't actually the hard part. It was, it was the entire, what material do I use? How do I get the light to, yeah. You get that, yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, my uh, my girlfriend, she's worked on a bunch of projects. She uses um, cardstock paper, like thick paper, to yeah. uh, to do like the diffusion part that you're talking about. But that wouldn't really work ah, in a yeah. mask, so. Yeah, especially yeah. because like if you, I, I can imagine that if you breathe too much on some paper, it would just get it wet, gets or, like, soggy, soggy, gross. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. So actually, I, I sewed, I actually cut some piece out of my white t-shirt and I sewed it into the mask. That's what I did. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so, you know, and I also like, I sewed a little pocket in the mask so I can, you know, I can take the LEDs out and in, like, in case I want to change something. Um, and so what I did, I, you know, I took an Arduino Nano, if you know what an Arduino yeah. Nano is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, um, I bought a Bluetooth um he05 device which just basically let me let any bluetooth device um send some sort of bytes to the arduino and i you know i put them together um and when i actually i made the app <laughs> i want to say this i can't actually app code at all <laughs> <laughs> i've never i've never done it in my life um but i was googling around for like how to make an easy app quick or whatever and I just I just found that um, MIT had this app inventor. Um, I think it's called like the app inventor MIT or something like that, which just lets you just build a user interface pretty easily. Of course, it's you know there are really a great user interface, right? Uh, but it, it lets you test something and it lets you um, it lets you block code, you know, where you just you just take things out uh, in blocks and you know you put them together. I really don't like that kind of coding, but that's that's all the um, the website let you do <laughs> and so i just you know i asked it to um i asked it to connect to a bluetooth device and i asked it to you know send uh something according to what i wanted on the arduino yeah that's pretty much it that's awesome yeah i'm really glad you like it uh, I, yeah i thought friend. it was awesome i uh have you seen razor's uh prototype that they came out with yeah, I think I saw. I saw. Yeah, I think I saw it. Some people sent it to me after I posted it on my mask and read it. Yeah. Um. I it's called Project Hazel, and it's their like new mask that they're trying to come out with. Except for they don't know when they're releasing it, and so ever since then I've had like an obsession with an RGB mask, and I was trying to figure out how to make razors, and then I saw yours and was like. Honestly, I kind of like that one more. Like, <laughs> nice, thank you. I, for for where like it is right now in production, your mask is so much easier to obtain in terms of like I could sit down and build that, and uh -huh. like I kind of want to rock it around because we're not in full lockdown where I'm at, so I'm still able to go to work and stuff like that. Um, yeah. You just have to wear a mask when you're outside. And so I'm like, yeah, why not just make the most obnoxious light up mask and wear that? 
<laughs> that's nice. I mean, put a smile on somebody's I mean, face. If they laugh at me, at least they're happy. Yeah. I mean, at least they came outside and saw something funny that day. So. Yeah, that's that's true. But I feel like yeah, it's it's really a, it's kind of goofy, right? Uh, but I feel like at a rave, it would really fit in. Oh yeah. In in yeah, but in 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 real life, every day today. It, you would really stand out and look like a fucking clown. Oh yeah. But you know, that's kind of like the point. You know, it's not meant to be. Um, uh, I mean, like it's it's of, of course I think people would still think that it's cool, but you're still like, like an idiot. You know. Yes. Like, that's a really cool mask, but why? You wear why? <laughs> but why? Yeah. Well, that's just my next yeah. uh, progression in the clothing items that I have that are LED. Uh, my girlfriend and I went for homecoming a couple years ago when we were in high school. Uh, she made a light up dress using LEDs and uh, optic uh, fiber optic cable, and I made a suspender and bow tie that lit up. So I have a oh, suspender damn. and bow tie that light up. Now I can rock the mask. I have LED shoes, so I can just oh just really make it obnoxious when I'm outside. <laughs> that sounds so funny. <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure it's everybody amazing. sees me while i'm coming you know don't want to scare anybody yeah yeah just, just, you're like like a giant car with like two way too big headlights exactly <laughs> you'll see me from also, miles away yeah. but something that was quite interesting like after i posted the, the video on youtube um i got so many weird recommendations for people who had made similar things um of course I guess that's how YouTube works. Yeah. I actually found this really cool website called Lumen Couture. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, you can, I just sent it to you. And there's this uh, girl who made a, what's it called? Like a, a firm where she actually made an LED mask that's programmable. Uh, and it's like, it's a very little, it's a, it's a really pretty little uh, mask. And you can actually, you know, I think you can play animations on there and anything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like those, uh, like the 8-bit uh, signs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I thought it was really, it was really, really cool. And I, <laughs> I really like, I really like that master. Like, if you, if you've got to be able to see LEDs, I think that's, that's clearly the right that's way the to cool, do it. That's the cool, that's the way great. to do it, yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing. She also made some other um, LED, um, what, what do you call it, like wearable computing. Okay. You know, like, she yeah. made some LED dresses and stuff like that. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah, and she, she doesn't really have any, I feel like she has like a, a few, maybe a few thousand YouTube subscribers or whatever. Uh, so. I feel like I found like a hidden gem somewhere because it's really cool. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. I'm gonna send you a picture of our uh homecoming dress from a couple years ago or homecoming stuff from a couple years ago. I just screenshot <gasps> it from Instagram. Oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> I yeah. like it. I like and then it I have underglow, like ground effects on my car as well. So. Oh my god. <laughs> Bro, that's so amazing. It really just, you know, went along with that's it. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. 
It was awesome. I was really worried walking into school, though, because I just had wires and a circuit board strapped to my back, pretty much. Oh, yeah. And I was like, somebody is going to question this. This looks so weird if you don't see me from the front where you can actually see it's lighting up. Yeah, yeah, I get what I mean. That, that's actually the entire reason why I, I use an Arduino Nano, of course, because it, it, you can put it on the mask that I made and like actually wear the mask without it interfering at all. Because uh, I also like uh, I saw some other video where the guy had you know actually the picture I sent. He had made the mask, and uh, but there was an, an an entire Arduino Uno on his back head. <laughs> and and uh, I was just thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> Like it, it looked pretty cool, you know. Okay, that's fine. And suddenly, just like on the back end, there's like just this giant Arduino Uno. <laughs> that kind of like defeats the purpose, <laughs> right? Yeah, that there's so many cool things I want to do. So many projects. Um, do you have any other projects that you're working on or have done that you want to talk about? Um, or? Yeah, let me just think for a second. I I may yeah for as I said I'm studying digital design and interface technology and we have this uh, we have this course called physical computing where I made um I made a teddy bear a pretty large one that um I think maybe I could find the video somewhere but I made a, a teddy bear where if you press it, uh, it it has four sensors in it and if you press it too hard uh, you know like you're trying to hurt it and it becomes angry. And if you uh, if you just lightly touch it and like kind of um, you know try to pet it, let's say or caress it maybe, it uh, it becomes happy. It's really it's really fucking stupid though. It was quite funny. That's really funny though. I like it. Yeah, let me just see if I can find. Maybe I can share. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Just give me a second. Just to what find made it you in. come up with that idea? Just randomly came up um, with it and. Um, well, it's kind of actually, and not safe for work, uh, I guess, idea, or well, maybe, I don't know, it depends on who you are, I guess. But it was just like, we, we were talking about um, kids needing to learn empathy, and so we were like, okay, what if we, what if we make a bear that has like, uh, no nose buds that you can't touch, and if you touch them, the bear becomes angry? Uh, <laughs> that was, that was, you know, uh, funny starting points but when we realized that we have to show this at the exam and you know we didn't want the examinator to actually think we were fucking insane right so we just <laughs> so we just you know made it okay if you touch it uh lightly it becomes heavy if you just uh, touch it hard it becomes angry you know because still uh still like the same purpose and idea without the um <laughs> without the funny uh no no parts yeah <laughs> that's pretty cool though i it's unique it's like it's definitely something that makes sense when you explain it um like the empathy thing i i that actually i could see somebody like that could be something that you sell to like a hospital for when they have those uh newborn baby uh classes for like little kids i don't know yeah, if, probably. yeah i don't know if you know what i'm talking about but like some of the hot, like I went through one when my parents were having my sister and it's basically just like you go in and they teach you how to hold a baby and how to like go tell your parents if something's wrong with the baby. But like you That's could, really funny. you could ship those to the, to 
to the hospital and tell them to use that instead of the little fake babies they use. I never, I never heard about that. Maybe that's a thing you have in America, but we just, I have never heard about it in Europe. Yeah, I don't know if like maybe they don't do it as often, but I know I went through it as a kid. Like yeah. I wasn't crazy. Maybe. Like my parents weren't like, "Wow, this kid can't be trusted." But it's like they <laughs> teach you how to properly feed the baby. I don't know. I guess it's like a little parenting lesson for siblings. <laughs> That's funny. Just like, oh yeah, this kid is a fucking psychopath. Yeah, maybe yeah, my parents did think initially. I was a psychopath. Maybe like, man, yeah. we really can't trust him with uh, yeah. this kid. So we'll just yeah, like he already, already killed a dog, so we can't really have him <laughs> around the kid. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> something like that. Maybe uh, that is what so... happened. Maybe my parents just aren't telling me the whole story. Yeah, maybe just blacked out. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I repressed all so, the memories uh, of me being crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so funny. Uh, no, but actually, we have something. Um, maybe I wouldn't say similar, but um, there was this. I'm not sure if they still have it, but in um in kindergartens in Denmark, um, they I'm not sure. It's it's quite a few years since I heard about it, but they they started use, doing these empathy empathy programs where they like it was like an anti bullying program where they they taught kindergartners um how to be empathetic and what empathy means and stuff like that so that's actually where the idea originated like because i i, I thought about that in relation to like a teddy bear and i was like hey wait a minute because um i don't know i guess they wanted uh, kindergartners to not bully each other so they had like this whole program of what is empathy and you know this uh, when you do this to another kid it hurts them and whatnot you know because i guess they aren't fully developed yet so they won't know uh, when they are committing atrocities. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> but like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, also kind of, I also thought it was like kind of fucked up, you know, because it was like, okay, so are you saying that, you know, kids in Denmark are just so fucked up that we need to put them through an empathy program, like from, almost not from birth, but like from kindergarten? <laughs> it sounds it's kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, luckily, people aren't that crazy in Denmark. I just think we, we thought maybe maybe our kids could be a little bit nicer. So apparently, like, being a sibling is a pretty big uh, responsibility. Because the first thing I found was an article from the Mayo Clinic talking about how to prepare your child for a new sibling coming in. And it talks about those programs at hospitals. So oh, that's weird. So I guess they they like get jealous and act out, and so the point of these are to prevent jealousy and yeah. Yeah, I, I heard about uh, I heard about that some um, what do you call them big brothers get really jealous when a new baby comes along because they get all the special treatment. Yeah. Right. And you know, actually, I have a little brother, and I I'll say that you know, of course, he got so much more special treatment than me. I mean, I get jealous, but I don't know if it's, like, to the point where I'd go and murder the little newborn, but I guess people are more no, I, crazy than me, so. Yeah, I feel like I wasn't actually jealous when I was a little kid, but, you know, it was, like, in, in the teenage years, you know, when, when I was in high school, I didn't, there was a lot of things that I couldn't do, but when he was in high school, my mom would fucking pick him up from parties, and I was, like, I was kind of angry about it, because, <laughs> like, Dude, you never fucking pick me up at, like, five o'clock in the morning, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? 
you were always just like, oh, you gotta find your own way home if you want to party. Just like, okay, mom. But my brother just got fucking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess maybe that's you know, parents often they often like, oh, this is the little kid. I really gotta protect him. I really gotta treat him well. I'm not sure if that's that's uh, that's general, but that's certainly what I experienced. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's awesome. I appreciate you uh, talking with me. Don't worry about it, man. Do you want to shout anything out? I'm gonna post the link to the YouTube video uh, of your mask in the description. Oh, thank you. But so you'll probably jump uh, from like uh, what five thousand views to five thousand and one, and that one will be me clicking the link to uh, make sure the link holy works. Shit. <laughs> that's incredible! Thank you. I can't believe you do this. <laughs> Um, no problem. Don't don't worry about it. Don't yeah. let all the fame go to your head with that one extra view. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout anything out? I'm not fucking sure, man. Um, uh, just give me a second to think. I don't know. I just all I'm thinking about right now is like the the Dogecoin cryptocurrency. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't even get me started. I'm so mad about that. I bought into Dogecoin my freshman year of college. That was oh, really? three years ago. I bought into it, and it was point zero zero five uh, cents for a Dogecoin. And I bought yeah. like a thousand Dogecoin, and now it's jumped up to point zero zero nine. I would have made a killing, and I'm mad that I sold it all. Yeah, I know, man. It's so funny. Oh my Just, gosh. And it, and it, it's it's uh, it's after that GameStop Wall Street bullshit. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, it was really, it was really funky. I don't know what the fuck happened. Uh, basic story of it all is that essentially a yeah, group of redditors, <laughs> a group of redditors got together and said, "Hey, we should buy this stock. It could be bet. It could be good." And I don't know all the like technical market you know, mumbo jumbo, but basically it caused inflation in the markets from them talking about it. And then the big business Wall Street guys got jealous because they were making money. And so now they're calling for regulation against these people saying that it was market manipulation and that they were breaking uh, the Federal Trade Commission's laws. Yeah, well, I guess I guess only rich people can uh, exactly, the exactly. It's funny because they were calling it market manipulation and saying that it was unfair trading, but then they called for the trade, like the places where you trade the stocks, like uh, Robinhood, to shut down. Isn't that considered market manipulation? Like, isn't that I mean, making it unfair much trade? Like but according to them, yeah. like you said, if you're rich, you can do what you want. So, yeah. I mean, that, isn't that usually how it goes? Yes. I mean, um, yes, it is. Uh, uh, and uh, not to not to uh, what's it called shine light on a really uh, grim topic, but like just look at the look at the guy Epstein. Like he yeah. he did with kids for like twenty five years or thirty years. He had years a whole like island that. devoted to it. Yeah, yeah, but like the police caught him like multiple times, and they yep. were just like, "Yeah, I guess we can't do anything. I don't care." Oh yeah, that whole situation. Money makes people corrupt. Yeah. He had just been caught like a billion times and like just nothing fucking happened. It's funny. I just wrote a paper about money making people corrupt because we read a play 
from like uh 440 bc so you know 24,000 or 2400 years ago and they were talking about how money made the the king corrupt i'm like great so it was a problem then and it's a problem now nothing's changed <laughs> yeah it's, it's always a fucking problem of course it is yeah just um maybe it's maybe it's i feel like this because like money is essentially just you know really tangible power you know yeah and i feel like i feel like maybe we as fucking creatures are like wired to power i don't know man well, it's it's very uh, yeah, and it's easy to get if you don't have any morals either. Like you can yeah, do true. things to earn a lot of money, but morally, most people would agree it's wrong. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, you can go. Uh, yeah, his friends are like entirely devoid of any morals at all. Yeah, like like okay, like like think about it because like all 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 in all like that that stock trading is essentially. It's just because stock trading only goes up, you know, when people buy a lot of stocks. Right? Yeah. So, like, if you if you make a lot of money um, from stocks, you're actually just you're not you're not actually producing any value at all. You're not making anything new in the world. You're actually just taking money from other people who also bought the same stock. Like, it's it's uh, maybe I wouldn't call it stealing because I'm not a uh, crazy communist, but it's it's certainly not far from it. I would say. You know? No, I mean it. Yeah. The way I look at uh, stocks is that it's gambling. I, I don't care what anybody says. It's gambling at the end of the day. You know, you put in your money. Everybody else puts in their money. And somebody's going to win. And most of the time, it's not the players. It's the house being the government or the trade commissions. So, yeah. Would, or the companies like of the stocks that you're buying. Wall Street. Yeah, Wall Street. Probably. Yeah, exactly. It's the, the winner. Exactly. Yeah, but like, do, do you get my point that like, like it, Wall Street and like all those, uh, what do you call them, like lawyers and all those bank brokers or whatever you want to call them? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, they're not like they're working their entire lives on this on this shit, right? But they're not really creating any new value. All they're doing is taking value from some other place where you know, as a let's say a tradesman or something like that, he makes a lot of value during his life. Like a carpenter, it creates so much value. In his life, like if he builds a, a house, he's he's created value. Right? Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they just profit off of the back of the other people that are actually working for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what to think about it. I'm not an economist. I don't know anything about money, honestly. Yeah, it's just my thoughts. I just think it's funny that uh, so like um, at. GameStop's high peak, it was at like $350 a, sh a share. Apple, mm -hmm. like, you know, the phone and computer company, at its max peak, it reached to like $180 a share. So GameStop is double the worth of Apple according to the stock market, which just makes yeah, me laugh. I'm like, everybody thinks it's going to keep growing, and I'm like, okay – Honestly, think about this for a second. You think that GameStop is worth more money than Apple? Okay. Hell yeah, now, you're, now you're going a little bit too far because I cannot, I cannot <laughs> picture how GameStop is worth more than Apple. It just – maybe I'm wrong, but I just cannot you picture know, it. Who knows? Maybe, maybe GameStop is making some phones somewhere you don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they would be great. You go to do a trade-in, and they'd offer you two cents for it. 
Yeah, you think, well, how do you think they make so much money, dude? <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was like, how is GameStop still around? And then I remembered you bring in a game, they give you like $2 store credit for it, and then they go and resell it for like $25. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, never mind. I know exactly how they're making money. Yeah, that's that's why they're still alive. Unfortunately, yeah, there's not really how Blockbuster works, I think. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, bro. Fuck GameStop. <laughs> Maybe I should buy a game. Maybe I should open up a GameStop franchise. Invest in that. <laughs> sure, that'll pay off. Yeah. Maybe you should wait until the coronavirus is over. <laughs> that that would be smart, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, if it ever is over, I guess. Oh, fuck's sake. Our, our Prime Minister Denmark is really annoying because he, um, oh, he's, he's, really, he's really doing a good job, right? He's really actually doing a good job. I'm not, not going to lie. But it's just that, you know, we were supposed to, in like seven days, be done with the lockdown. And she's done this like almost every time uh where you know we're getting close to like okay finally we can go outside yeah like there's seven days left and suddenly she'll extend it for like a month and she's done that like for half fucking year or something maybe. yeah oh, it maybe was when ours started they said oh it would be 15 days of lockdown and people freaked out and went crazy and then it turned into like nine months of lockdown so yeah yep but it's just like, you know, I would rather want her to say, okay, we're going to have a lockdown for a few more months. Fucking settle in. Right. Don't, don't I, lie I, to me. At least give me, like, tell me yeah. instead of letting me get my hopes up. Yeah, just, exactly. Just because, tell me straight up and it'll be a lot better. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, because I can't really make any plans. You know, I, I always feel like, okay, now I'll, I'll make plans to go out and drink some beers with my friends. You know, we, because that's that's what we done almost every time, and I feel like now we're kind of getting the idea that okay, this is not gonna fucking happen. You know, this is maybe we should plan when we know the lockdown is over. Right. Like, well, we we thought we knew it. Like, so every time it's just like, yeah, let's go out drinking. Like that the same exact same weekend. Yeah, let's go. And suddenly it's just like, oh, it's it's for another fucking month. Okay, I guess I'll see you next year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, also I live with uh, I live with two roommates, um, and one is working from home, and I'm working from home. Uh, luckily, the third one can't work from home because he's a uh, what do you call it, like a smith or something like that. Yeah. Then um, it's just called a smith, so that's really difficult to work from home. <laughs> right. Right. But I can't imagine like people who I can't imagine like people who have like office uh, jobs who live together. I can't imagine how they handle this, like. Imagine just being five people with office jobs working from home. <laughs> that must be a nightmare. Luckily, most places are paying. Like you could upgrade your internet, and the workplace will pay for it. So, oh really? Get some nice internet out of it at least. Oh, that's that's nice. But yeah. where are you from in America? Uh, Ohio. It's uh, northeastern kind of. So. All I know about Ohio is that there's a lot of memes about it. Yeah, it's the most important, least important state. Yeah, it's that, something like, oh, that... it was... Sorry? Uh, I just say it's the most important, least important state just because it uh, a lot of things happen here, but it's not that important, but people make a big deal about it. So. 
<laughs> it sounds like a, a lot of nothing is happening. Yeah, right, that's pretty much yeah. it. I've just seen those memes where it's like, wait, it's all Ohio, always has been, and, you know, yeah. those sort of memes. I really like those ones, like where it's just like, wait, what if we just make America just like entirely Ohio? Uh, it's, it's especially funny for me because I have no idea. I don't even know where Ohio is. I now know that it's east-north, but that doesn't mean anything to me in right. America. That could be anything. That could be New York, Washington, I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, probably not Boston. I think that's on the other. Oh wait, that's not. Well, we have like I, I, a we have a football team for college that always goes to the national championship, um, or like pretty regularly goes to it because they're a good team. But then we also have like the worst NFL team, uh, which is like our professional football league. So we have like the really good and the really bad. They they balance each other out. Um, that's funny for presidential elections. They always say we're a battleground state, but then it usually is, ends up in a blowout anyway. So I don't know how we're still a battleground state. So they always make a big deal about that. Like, Oh, they got to win Ohio. And I'm like, I mean, not really. We're not that important. Um, how many, how many electoral college votes is it? I don't even know how much I pay <laughs> attention. <laughs> so is it okay? So you must know, is it a blue state or red state? Uh, usually red. At least the past that's, two that's times a, it has been. That's gonna be Republican, right? Yes. Damn, so you guys, you guys actually voted for the orange. Uh, yes. Orange um. Maybe uh, I'm not sure if we should get into politics. I'm not sure how soft and uh, topic that is. I mean, I fourteen electoral oh, votes in Ohio apparently. That's a few. that's a yeah, it's a decent uh, amount. But then they have like the yeah. split, whatever that makes it. Well, it used to be twenty seven or twenty one. It's gone down, so Dang. we're not as important as we used to be. <laughs> All the Ohio votes are fucking moving out. <laughs> I don't really get too much into politics. I, I don't get, like, offended when people talk politics. I also am pretty rational with, like, if I disagree with somebody, I'm not going to go hunt them down. I Like, I understand people have differences in opinions, and that's what makes America great. So, like... What did you just say? What did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like, I, I enjoy, you know, knowing that people can have differences of opinions, because I think a lot of people forget that, like, a lot of other countries are a lot less fortunate like the ability to go out and vote for instance that's not a thing a lot of countries get you know you see a lot of people that are able to post that they went out and voted but we always forget about those like small countries in dictatorships that you know really don't have any choice in what they have as a leader but i think a lot of people will take that for granted and forget that so. Yeah, that's true. Also, just like him, yeah, not not even voting because you know that that's only like a. Uh, I'll say that you know that's a that's a privilege that you get every four years or yeah. maybe every two years because you also have like that Congress or Senate vote or something like yes. that. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So every two years, but like freedom of speech is like a thing you get to utilize every day. Yep. And maybe maybe unless you're on Twitter, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, but like like in China, you can. If you mention certain things, like if 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 you're in China, if you're in China right now, and you you mention certain things on the internet, your internet immediately gets cut. Yep. 
Yeah, uh, a lot of people don't realize that. They they have special browsers that you have to use uh, and all your data is tracked and, you know, yeah. you can't... Uh, Winnie the Pooh is banned in China. Yeah, that's uh, funny. Yeah, because people made memes comparing their leader to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's really funny. And so really like he it. has been banned from China. Yeah. It was, it was really, really fucking funny. I actually wrote a paper about the Hong Kong protests. Um, no, 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 I wrote uh, an examination paper, you know. Yeah. Like, like, it, just, uh, uh, a research paper, I guess? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, but, like, I didn't... I'm not a qualified researcher. I'm just a student. Right. So, you know, it's just, like, an exam. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you get that, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting um, time over there. It's, it's actually really funny because, like, uh, in Hong Kong, if you have Twitter in Hong Kong and you post something negative about the, um, the Chinese government, police can literally go up to your door and just, like, knock on it and just say, hey, um, delete your fucking Twitter account or we'll fucking take you. That's, that's literally happened. Interesting. Like, many, many, many times. Just imagine that just posting something shitty on Twitter and fucking police shows up. Yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, like you said, I think people take that for granted. They just forget about it. Yeah, yeah they really do. Also, I am. Um, I wouldn't. I'm really trying to not sound like a Western imperialist right now, but like, you know, as, okay. The, um, I can already feel like the this is not uh, maybe my English is failing me, but I, just my point is just like we have like a lot of privilege in the West, you know, like, like freedom of speech and voting and all yeah. these things, you know, not getting beat up by police, literally, I guess. Um, but you get what I mean compared to many other countries. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's great. So have you traveled? You said you're from Denmark, right? That is correct. Have you traveled outside of Denmark at all and gone to any other countries or? Uh, no, dude, it's a socialist hellhole. I don't have any money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I've been to loads of countries. Um, I've been to, um, of course, I've been pretty much throughout all of Europe, almost. That's awesome. uh, yeah, maybe I've been, no, not all of Europe. Like, there's some small satellites, some very, very small states, uh, not states, uh, countries I haven't been to. Um, but I've been in pretty much all of Western Europe and all of, maybe, a lot of Eastern Europe. I've been to Ukraine, as an example. That's cool. Uh, I, was actually, I was actually in Chernobyl. That was really funny. Uh, not when it happened, of I, course. Uh, right, right. <laughs> just like <laughs> two years ago or something really cool yeah that's the one thing i am jealous about like people who live in uh the eu they they have a really good infrastructure for uh being able to go between countries at least before you know the pandemic and stuff yeah. like that because i know yeah, my uh a couple of my family members traveled to italy but then they were able to take a train uh to germany and go visit in germany for a couple days and then they were able to take a train to france and so I was like, that's pretty dang cool. Like, you're able to just to travel to a bunch of different countries pretty easily. Well, like, you can travel between states in America without a car, can't you? Yeah. Or can you, huh? Uh, depends on them. I mean, there's very, there is a train system, but it's, 
I I wouldn't travel on it a whole bunch. It, there's okay. some interesting people on the train system sometimes. It's oh, not okay. it's not so the auto industry kind of uh screwed over our train or our like infrastructure. There's whole documentaries on it. But basically okay. when uh there was like trolleys um in cities like uh San Francisco is a good example in California. Um they have these trolleys that can transport you around the city and the car manufacturers saw this as a threat to their money and so they went and lobbied yeah. against them. And so there that's why we don't have as good of an infrastructure is the car that's part of the reason at least the car companies kind of came in and screwed over the uh manufacturers so but but that's so evil too because you're just you know you're just taking away like uh what's called travel opportunity for poor people you know oh yeah yeah you know it's completely completely screwed us over um i know i took a train from uh here in ohio to the other side of the country and it was no big deal uh but it's not anywhere near as developed as uh, other countries in the EU um, no, no, in I, terms of public transportation. So yeah. I actually, I actually traveled, I traveled all the way from Denmark to Germany, to France, Belgium, uh, some other country, I think, I don't remember, Italy, all the way to Austria, to Germany and to Denmark home again. Uh, for like a few, maybe like a hundred, maybe two hundred, three hundred dollars, something like that, maybe. Yeah, that's not bad at all. And that was by bus. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just fucking buses. It was amazing. So meanwhile, I can fly to the other side of the country. Actually, no, no, I could fly a couple states over for about three hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. It, yeah, I can't even make it to another country for three hundred dollars. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, and the busing system just really isn't there either. Um, they we have a couple big busing companies, but they typically aren't the cleanest. Um, there's some nice ones, but again, it gets pretty pricey for bus fare. So. I, I can't even imagine. I mean, Elon like, Musk. Buses, uh, Elon Musk might be our saving grace, though. He's dude, working on the bullet so. train. So, uh, on a what's it? He's like? working on like a bullet train. It uses magnets to like propel you like super fast. Oh, the Hyperloop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard about it. Yeah, yeah it's real, uh, no. it'll actually be about like two hours from where I live. Uh, one of the stations that are planned. So oh, that's funny. That's nice. Yeah. He's really, you know, I feel like, you know, a lot of people hate rich people. I get it. So we already talked about hedge funds and fucking yeah. Wall Street and whatnot. Of course, everybody hates those guys. Everyone knows it. Right? But like, if there's one good, super, super rich person, it's going to be Elon Musk. Yeah. I, I love Elon yeah. Musk. I, I love his cars. I love what he's doing with SpaceX. Um, I think that, him his whole reason for sending his car into space was to uh inspire kids like he was inspired when you know the moon landing happened and things yeah, like exactly. that and i think that is the coolest thing ever um 
Teslas, like the cars themselves, are made at factories that are all powered by solar panels. So it's like the best eco car you can actually get. And a lot of people don't know that when they're when they actually look at them. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Did you also hear about like the one time he, he um, his first idea because you know he didn't actually make space, space you know, he, he did make SpaceX, but he didn't. It wasn't his initial idea. Yeah, his initial idea was to like um, what was it uh, to increase NASA's budget. Yes, and he wanted to do it by yeah yeah by buying some Russian rockets and sending something to Mars as a as a PR yeah. fucking stupid stunt and yeah. raised so many millions of dollars. Yeah, just for no. For, but it would, it would no raise awareness of it. Yeah. Yeah, was, exactly. Yeah. He, That's he, amazing. He's a crazy guy, and I love it. I love it. Yeah. Isn't he also, I, think, I feel like maybe I heard him on Joe Rogan's podcast and stuff like that, but he, he said he's living very minimalistically now. Yes. Which is really fun. Probably like the richest man in the world. Yeah, he lives pretty minimalistically, I believe. Uh, he doesn't have like a super crazy... I mean, he obviously has some nice cars, but that's just because he built them. So he's not out here living like Tony Stark, I don't think. But no, that's true. But also, you know, Tony Stark also worked like sixteen hours a day. That is he true. Works. That is true. But yeah, well, of course, I don't feel like uh, don't feel like Ela goes out and parties as much as Tony Stark did. No, but I could definitely see him working on some like superhero armor in his basement. That would not surprise yeah, probably. me. Probably. He already built the flamethrower yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, I, I wouldn't even like. I, I probably I couldn't even see Elon Musk like actually making any sort of weapons that are just stupid for fun. You know, like the oh yeah. He probably just think like that's that's so. That's, war is probably he probably thinks that war is incredibly just wasteful. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like. He probably thinks like it's it's probably like the worst thing you could do, not even because of like the human lives, also that of course, but like in terms of resource management, because you're, you're essentially just all you're doing is just throwing resources that you have away and destroying resources that other people have. That's you know that's war. Yeah. <laughs> From a resource perspective, so it's yeah. really stupid. I can imagine that's his thought process. Something similar to that, anyway. I think. Yeah, I. Uh, it's pretty funny. It, I, I could definitely see him coming out one day and just being like, "Oh, hey, by the way, I built an Iron Man suit. Here it is. Who wants to? Who wants to throw yeah. it on and test it?" <laughs> He's like, "I'm not getting oh, in yeah. that thing. I'm good." And it's all electrically powered. <laughs> yeah. It just has like a giant solar panel sitting on the head of it. No, 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 dude, you're thinking way too small. Like, every panel, like, every outside panel is actually just a small solar panel. That would be cool. Yeah. See, I want the Cybertruck. I love the Cybertruck. People bashed it for its look, but I think it's so cool looking. <laughs> I think it's really funny looking. I really like it. Yeah, I would I would 100% drive the Cybertruck. I mean, same, but, you know... Probably, I mean, <laughs> I put, yeah, it's just like I'm a student in Denmark, you know, and we don't really have cars because you know, public transportation no is nice. Yeah, yeah, it's must really be no nice. Point, man. Must be nice. 
<laughs> yeah, I know it is. Meanwhile, I can't even get a bus to go downtown, and I live like a ten minute walk from there. So, Bruh. just <laughs> we also cycle a lot. <laughs> See, I have a bike. I have a bike, but I'm scared somebody's gonna steal it. I have a bike lock, but I've seen videos of people in my town walking around with a uh, chain cutter, like a bolt cutter, and they'll just cut Bruh. the bike and steal it. So. It's yeah. So messed up. Yeah. Oh, I really, really hate. It. Oh, I've gotten my bike stolen like a few times. It's so annoying. Well, you oh, just gotta man. get like one of those uh, holding bikes, the ones that you can just carry along with you. Or maybe like a, a sentry mode, uh, like a yeah. Tesla. <laughs> Have you seen the one bike that, or the one, uh, not bike, um, maybe it was a bike. It was a Kickstarter project. I'm not sure. Oh, no, sorry, it was Honda that made it. It's a self-balancing bike, but then it has a sentry mode that follows you around. Uh, what? I have no idea what the purpose is. If that's what you're gonna ask, <laughs> I feel like that. That's where like that's that's so funny. Like often it's like, oh, what that's really cool, and also what the fuck should I use it for? Right. Because like the idea, I really like. Like you know, it's a really funny idea, but at the same time, it's not practical, and I've never used it. Yeah, I just sent you a link. If you go to like 20 seconds into the video that they have, it shows the following portion of it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh interesting to say the least. It's just you know It'll be like that. It, you just gotta get one of those and then that way you don't ever have to worry about your bike being stolen. Yeah, but at the same time, no, it's so stupid actually. It really and, uh, is. I get to think about it. It's so stupid. It's so pointless. Yes, it is. Oh my god. It's so wasteful. What the fuck? There is literally no point to it. The The, the one reason that's cool is that it's self-balancing when you're riding it. So that's kind of neat. But I have no idea why they wasted their time and energy designing it so that it follows you around. That it, it kind no, of defeats I, the purpose of the bike. I mean, like, if, if it was just to, you know, I don't even know what... The, my only thing is, like, way. if you are at work, that that's the only purpose that it serves, is if you're at work and you need to walk to your desk, but you can't ride your bike through the, the halls of your work. So you, you put it in follow mode. But even then, like, but, I would think you would have a parking spot or a bike lock area. Yeah, or you would just, you know, drag it around with you, you know. Yeah. It's not that be difficult. a normal human. Right, exactly. Yeah, but I feel like that's the that's like um, this uh, as I said, I, st I studied digital design, and we often think, you know, what's the purpose of what we're designing? Right. Like that, that like our main thing, and this really reminds us of uh, a case I heard about where, you know, at the first at first when you hear it, it's like, oh, that's a really great initial idea, or oh, that's funny, or you know, yeah, like when you when you told me about this, I was like, oh, that's great, I like it. But, you know, the more you think about it, it's like, this is so fucking stupid. Uh, but there was this case where, you know, uh, you know, there's quite a lot of water shortage around Africa. And 
so they they made the design where it was you know um, uh, what are they called a go around or something like that. You know, one of those uh, like uh, like a, a children's playground thing where like you spin it around, like a merry-go-round type thing. Yeah, merry-go-round. Yeah, yeah merry-go-round. Yeah. So what they did was they made a merry-go-round um, that was, you know, when the kids played on it, it was supposed to pump water up. You know, uh, and you know that's a really, you know, it sends such a great message. You know, that uh, okay, so both we we make some kids happy. And also we pump water up. That's that's such a great initiative. Right. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, well, you know, when they finally implemented it, they you know they figured that it actually takes quite a lot of force to uh, you know to pump water up from the ground. Americans around are you know they're supposed to spin around uh, you know pretty seamlessly. Yes. So yeah. it doesn't actually work. Because the kids would really, really have to push themselves hard to actually push this thing. And when it wouldn't even do the thing they wanted it to do. So the entire concept actually turned out to be incredibly pointless. Also, it even, it even, even when you did it really, really great, uh, it actually pumped less water up than just normal water pumps that was designed only for water pumping. And it was so stupid. You know, yeah. With, you know, when you, when when I told you about it, you probably thought, "Oh, that's that's a, yeah, neat, that's a neat idea." idea. You know, I like it. it. Yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that. No, I just I, I heard about it from a. Uh, I think Sam Harris talked about it at some point. That guy was like, "Oh, this is a great idea, guys. I I've been working on this. I've been designing it for a while, and then his hopes and dreams just got bashed when he realized it's not not practical." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and. There was also some other issues, uh, but I can't remember what I'm right now. But there was a case of, you know, this is a really great idea. And probably everybody in the company who made them, I think it was a charity company who made them, you know, they really probably sold the idea to them because it's so perfect. It's such a perfect idea. You know, just, you can just, you can already imagine the happy kids in Africa just, uh, you know, producing water for their village. Right. It's such a great, it's such a great visual uh, look, but at the same time, just shit doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, uh, it's really unfortunate. It was just a funny. Um, just, you just reminded me of that. That is, uh, I mean, yeah, there. That's like, there's so many projects I feel like people have thought of, but then just for some reason it. You know, they tried the best, like, they had the best intentions, but then just due to practicality, the, the idea didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. Like, they obviously didn't test that miracle around at all. Like, they, they just, or maybe they tested it and they realized, oh, shit, this doesn't work. But if we've put so much marketing into this thing, we now have to push it out. <laughs> <laughs> we've already put, we've already come this far. We need to finish it. Yeah, everybody, everybody on the globe has already heard about our fucking merry-go-round. We just, we just, now we just gotta implement it because we gotta, you know. Right. You feel like it's like it's kind of like group pressure, you know? Like, okay, I just I told everybody that I I was doing this, but I don't want to do it, but now I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just company-wise. So, what other things do you um, like to do outside of uh, school? 
Um, I play D and D. Hey, same. Nice. I haven't played in a while, but it's it's difficult with more coronavirus. Yes, you know, it but... is. Yeah, but I, I really I really play a lot of D and D. That's awesome. Too much paper. Do you like uh, being one of the players, or do you like uh, GMing, like DMing? I mostly like GMing, um, but I feel like that's because I I think I, I started DMing when I think I was thirteen. And I'm 23 now, so I've been on off DMing for. What do you call it, DMing or DMing? Uh, I call it typically DMing, Dungeon Master. But I mean, I know of other people that call it Game Master. So, okay, whatever. Yeah. It uh, doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to be offended. Okay. Anyway, um, so I've been DMing on and off for like 10 years, and so I've, I, uh, I'd say I'm not, you know, of course nobody's like Matt Mercer, but I feel like I'm pretty good. And so, you know, if I, <laughs> I really, uh, I'm really trying not to, uh, what's it called, um, stroke my own yeah. wood. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, when you've been doing something on off for 10 years, it's pretty clear that you're getting pretty good at it. Well, not, not, you know, not necessarily, but, you know, I, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So when I, when I, like, when I, when I, you know, when I play with somebody who's only been DMing for like a month or maybe a couple of weeks or something like that, I just I really don't like it. <laughs> I just, because I can just see so much potential in the game when they're, you know, when they're DMing. And so, uh, but I don't think they can see it. And so I'm just, I'm so, uh, I always get like disappointed, if that makes sense. Not, not, not always, of course, not always, but like there's really great DMs I really play with. They're so great, some of them. That's really incredible ones. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm literally the best in the universe, not at all. It's just that when you've been doing it for 10 years, you're, you learn. your standards kind of... Yeah. yeah, you learn, and your standards for what is good play gets really uh, high, I suppose. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I, mean, uh, I got into it semi-recently, so... Compared to you, oh, I think yeah. I've only been playing for probably two years, if that, so... So are you DMing or playing? I've tried DMing. I prefer playing right now, but that's just because I'm still learning how to make a good story. Um, that's kind of the issue is that, you know, you got you to gotta learn a little bit on how to make it a fun game. And balancing was my biggest issue, was that I either made it too hard or way too easy when they would get into an encounter. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, well, I'd say that, especially the D D D system, a lot, you know, it's sometimes difficult to balance. Um, even I have sometimes trouble balancing, especially if my players have found some really funny, stupid strategy that just fucking works for some reason. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. because you know, I'd say the the definition it isn't that broken, um, but there's some combos that are really fucking broken. Or some things that just why is this in the game sort of. Yeah, I if feel you, if that. If you catch what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, some of the monsters, some of the monsters, those are so fucking broken. Just like, I, I put up here against my players um, at some point without really looking at the stats. It was the first time I used it. And so I was going to use it lightning breath. Uh, you don't have to know what a here is. And it just did, I just I hadn't looked at how many dice I had to roll. 
but it just did so much damage. And, yes. And I was just like, oh no. <laughs> I, I just, I had no idea until I had actually rolled the dice and I was like, oh God, <laughs> this is way too much damage. Uh-oh. Problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, luckily, it just, it, it had to recharge its things. So it was, and it was really a intense combat and they didn't fucking get TBK'd as I thought. But damn, bro. <laughs> Have you tried uh, when you say you have a problem balancing? I can imagine if you've tried something quite similar to that. Yeah, I uh, I added a whole, whole bunch, or uh, I went really light the first time, and was like, okay, you know, I don't want to like kill them right off the bat. Like first encounter, they die. That'd be kind of sad. Uh, and then they ended up completely killing all the monsters I threw at them in like one turn. I was like, okay, uh, while they sit here and do a little role play, figuring out what they want to do next, I'm going to just quickly like alter the next encounter. Cause you know, don't want them to make it too easy here. So we'll just, you know, yeah. bump up some stats here, bump up some stats there. And then they wiped them again. Just like it was nothing. Bruh. So I was like, okay, all right, I'm really bad at this. Let me just bump these up a little bit. They're not even, and then I made it way too hard and it was miserable it wasn't it wasn't that they were dying it was just that like the turns were going too long and you could see that they oh, were getting bored of the the encounter it was just really repetitive so yeah like probably too high easy or something like that yeah yeah at least with too yeah, easy you get a move along in the story but with it was just way too long of an encounter and i i could see that they were they were ready to be done with it yeah i actually like to I, I really don't actually I, I don't really like D and D combat that much uh, because it can really can really easily get dragged out way too long. So I often just have my monsters or my creatures or characters or whatever do really high damage and then not have that much HP. You know, yeah. because you know that way the players also get a sense of dread. Whereas like okay, we can actually die in this encounter. But at the same time, they're not like, okay, this is fucking dragging out. We've been fighting this fight for six hours. Right. I was actually, I was play at a play. I was player at some point in in a fucking D and D can, uh, campaign or whatever it was. Oh, maybe one. I don't remember actually. But I just all I remember is that the the fucking combat session was six hours long, exactly, or maybe Easel like seven or, or six six and a half or something like that. At least six, and it was just it was so boring. Not not at the start, of course. It like right six hours was was way too fucking long. Yeah, yeah, that I would have gotten tired of that pretty fast. Yeah, especially if you're like a spellcaster and you just like that. Okay, uh, yeah, the first ten rounds I have used all my spell slots now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can yeah. we like take a quick nap over there while? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Just imagine playing a warlock in a six-hour battle. That right. sucks so hard. I would say, like, first hour in, like, probably first couple rounds, like, you could, especially if you don't know that it's going to last that long, too. You burn yeah, through exactly. all your spell slots, and you're like, well, guess I just stand here now. No, yep. don't Maybe really I, know what I else. Can do it. So, uh, how's everybody doing? Yeah, exactly. Maybe I can do it like a D10 damage around, maybe. Oh, what am but I gonna do now? It. Oh, I'm gonna run up and just hit him with my staff. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. What is that? One D three or one D four blunt da or bludgeoning damage? Cool. Good thing he has like a hundred health. This will. 
slowly chip away at them. Yeah, that's really exactly you know exactly what I mean. Um, so I often, when I often use, yeah, as I said, high damage. Well, actually, when I GM, we don't actually uh, combat fight that much. It's usually the player's fault if we initiate combat. You know, like they fuck up and they they tell something to the wrong person or whatever. You know, like I, I had a stealth mission at some point for them where <laughs> you know it was just I had planned no encounter, but you know their actions led to an encounter because they were <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh yeah, I also. So I'm I'm not sure if you maybe maybe if you have, I'm not sure how much you've you've actually gamed, but there's also some I I play I play like where it's quite logical where if you know where I can't really change something. You know, sometimes players do things where you just you can't save them, but that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Just like this logically, you cannot survive this or something like that. I was I was gaming some steampunk bullshit at some point or whatever it was, and and like they were on a train, and I was describing how this train was like uh, 180 miles an hour or something like that, and they climb onto the roof and whatnot. You get the idea. Yeah. And so this guy, he's just like, okay, I'll jump off the train. <laughs> and I was just like, you're gonna jump off the train that's driving 180 miles an hour. And he yeah, was like, yep, why not? I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I, and I, I, I was like, okay, you have to make an dexterity saving throw, and even if you make it, you're still gonna take a lot of damage. <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I know. Oh, well, I'm not even sure. He said, yeah, I know. And I don't remember exactly what happened, but all I remember is that he jumped off the train and I immediately just killed him. <laughs> like, he, like, he failed. Uh, first of all, he failed his semi throw tremendously. I actually think he rolled a natural one. And <laughs> and he just immediately died. Right. Like, I, I don't, I, maybe he didn't immediately die, but he certainly immediately lost all of his health and had to make death semi throws. And of course... They play all the other players were like just now half a mile away on a train, <laughs> so they couldn't save him in time. <laughs> so it was so stupid. Oh, you know, th- those are some times where you really can't. No matter what you do as a GM, like at that point, I really couldn't save him unless I pulled like a oh, but actually, uh, you you uh, somebody grabs you or whatever. I don't know <laughs> some stupid shit that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. To him. Funny. Yeah. Okay. Have you a? Oh, okay. I just. Um, I kind of want to tell you something, but if you are, if you're just playing, I kind of don't want to tell you something because it's like this thing that a lot of game users really. Uh, if you know what, it, if you know what's going on. It's it's gonna lose its effect if you're the player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure. I, I, I it's really it's, like, it's pretty fucking good. It's fucking amazing. What uh? It's a monster in D and D, but it's, it's oh, a really great, really gotcha. weird, really weird monster. Gotcha. Is it uh, like something that is overpowered or just like? It's more like it's really interesting to play, and it's uh, but it's only interesting if you don't know what's going on. Gotcha. If that makes okay. sense, it's really interesting if, if you if you haven't heard about it at all, 
uh, I have no idea what you're actually up against. It's incredibly fucking interesting. And it really like makes a great uh, one shot or two shot or whatever. What is it? A knoll? Is that what you said? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, I, have, I haven't said the name oh, of it. Oh, gotcha. I, well, I can, I, can, I can tell you what it's called. Um, but just promise me that it, okay, it's called a false hydra. Maybe you've heard about it. I have not. Okay. Oh, if you're Googling right now, I'll just tell you. Okay. Yeah. That'll because, work. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, but okay. I'm just warning you that it, it will lose all of its effect on you if you're a player and the GM. Oh, right. Yeah. For you. Right. Yeah. So I, I will, I will spoil a lot of things for you. That is okay. I will, I will survive. Okay, so I'll just use it okay, in my next campaign I run. You, you really should. You really should. It's a, it has an amazing effect. Okay, so I'll I'll give you like the gist of it, and then I'll tell you how you do it. Right. Okay, so it's essentially maybe you can Google it. Actually. Maybe you can Google like uh, like a picture of it because it's really disgusting. Uh, just go on Google Pictures and read false hyper. Okay. Yeah. And you'll you'll get an idea of what it looks like. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like a hydra made of human dead flesh. I guess. Yeah, it's, like. it's a, really a, disgusting. a blob of. Yeah. Arms and Bas- heads. Basically, yeah. And teeth. Yeah, and okay, so this is the interesting thing. So. Uh, it starts out as you know just one single little teeny tiny head or whatever, like maybe like the size of a human head. Um, and whenever it eats, it grows larger. You know, so you know it it slowly becomes larger and larger and larger until like its neck is like about a thousand feet in the air or something like that. So it can go really intensely large. But the interesting thing about it is that whenever it eats somebody. Uh, everyone immediately forgets that that person ever existed. Interesting. And I mean everyone. Yeah. But also, you know, yeah, the, whenever it, uh, whenever it doesn't eat, it sings. Uh, and when it sings, it charms everybody around it to ignore it and forget about it. So that means it's actually it can hover right beside you, but it also charms you, uh, and you can't actually know that it's actually there. Uh, if that makes sense to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, it kind of lives in the blind spot of your mind, if that makes sense. That's and really so, cool. you know, it starts eating people in this town, you know, and, you know, so, like, maybe the players will come to a town, and the town is, like, mysteriously fucking empty, and everybody will just act like it's, of course, people will be kind of insane at this point, because, you know, things are not starting, things are starting to not make sense, really, but the, the NPCs will be like, yeah, I've, I've always been the only person in this church, and the church is just like a large fucking cathedral. Right. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't make sense at all. There's <laughs> no fucking way that makes sense, you know, and it's just, he's, he's not even a priest, he's just like a choir boy, he's like, he's the only one left, and he's such a, yeah, it's always just been me. Uh, and suddenly, like, uh, like when they're, when they're in the first day, the, the bells toll in the church, and when the second day, no bells, church, uh, uh, at all, and there's never been uh, 
a bill toll in this town. We never use the bills, you know. <laughs> That's yeah. what all the NPCs are going to say to them next day. Also because the monster is written so that, you know, you forget about their entire existence, right? So that means that, um, you know, you also start to make some logical conclusions about why things happen or why things, uh, maybe you actually also forget some things that actually happened. I guess the example, if your child is eaten, you'll still have a lot of child clothes left, right? Right. In your apartment, in, in your house. But you'll just, you'll have to reason away why there are child clothes in your home. So you'll say, oh, that's right. My, my sister has children and she visited and she brought her children. And you might actually make up a fake memory about that. That's you know? really interesting. So that's, that's the only logical solution I can find. That's got to be it. I guess, I guess you had children. Well, I guess you forgot some clothes at some point. Her bad. Whatever. You know. Um, and so the real fun. Okay, actually, maybe I should show you something that's really funny. Um, oh, what's that called? Just give me a second. Oh, you're all good. Um, where do I find? Because we actually, we I I played this for my players um, when it was online, and it was fucking. Even though it was online, it was fucking incredible. Um, and so I'll I'll give you the gist of the story, right? That you know they come to this town, they realize some things are fucked up here, you know. Like as an example, I actually used that uh, you know bell toll example, you know. Right. Um, and also, oh, yeah, a really funny thing. I think you'll find this really funny. Like, I, I, they rode uh, into the what's it called into the town on horses, right? And I really, I really made them focus on the horses. They had to feed them, and they had to, you know, make sure they weren't tired and stuff like that, you know. And I even, I think, one of them was even about to break the leg or something, you know, just so they had to. So they were focusing on the right. horses when they rode the town. And so they went into town, they went around a little bit. And so I said to them, okay, you start to realize that there are no animals in this town at all. There's no cows, there's no horses, there's nothing. You, you know, you see plenty of fields where there might, there could be horses, but there are no horses and there are no cows and stuff like that. And so one of the players says, uh, this is really weird. There are no animals in this town. What do you think about our horses? And I pretend like they didn't ride in on horses. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You guys didn't come in on horses. You've never had horses. I've literally never given you horses. <laughs> you know? And they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I was just like, you guys are fucking stupid. Are you even paying attention? You know? And just like, keep uh, really pretending like... Just melting uh, their brain when they're trying to yeah, think yeah. what is going on. Yeah. And one of the players was like, okay, are you for real right now? And I said, okay, everybody makes a wisdom saving throw. And, you know, those who fail, uh, they couldn't actually remember that they had went in on horses. I just, I just told them, like, you, you, and you, you are 100% certain that you didn't come in on horses. And you, you, and you, you are 100% certain that you came in on horses. And you, so the players just started arguing with each other over fucking horses. And they were just, like, yelling at each other. They were like... <laughs> Because if you're really good at role playing, because it's it's pretty easy to role play from a point of view of oh I just I'm one hundred percent certain of this, right? Right. So so they were just like really yelling at each other like oh what horses are you? <laughs> and at some point one of them was like I have no idea what horses you're talking about, and the barbarian just fucking smacked him, he decked him so fucking hard, 
that I made him make another <laughs> wisdom saving throw. <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I guess we did come in on horses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but uh, but the uh, the barbarian uh, made her uh, do an inside role, and she was like, "You're not sure if he was just threatened by you, and now he pretends like he knows there was horses, or if he actually remembers." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like you get that, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was funny. It's a funny side note, but the real and a bunch of shenanigans like that happened in the town, I guess. Uh, oh, because means oh, sorry, that's a Danish word. My bad. <laughs> um. But a really, a really a lot of funny shenanigans happen um, in the town, sort of like that. Right? Uh, also, they, they had a letter to go to the town where it said six people, but there were only five at the party. Um, and uh, 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 they didn't actually, they, they read six people, but they didn't actually, uh, you know, see it. It was just like, oh, right. okay, I guess the GM made it. They, didn't, like, they just wrote a, they just read a number and just, just went on. Okay, yeah, they didn't, they didn't take note yeah. of it. Yeah, at all. They didn't take note of it at all. Right. So the first night, some other funny shenanigans happened, right? But when they wake up the next morning, there's an, uh, oh, some, some funny shenanigans happened. I don't want to explain it, but they eventually end up all staying in the same room because they're fucking scared shitless. <laughs> right. So they all stay in the same room. And when they wake up, there's an extra bed. There's an extra fucking bag that they've never seen. <laughs> and they're just like, yo, who the fuck had some guests last night? What the <laughs> fuck? You know, and they, they have no idea what's going on at this point. They're really like, just... And I actually think one of them immediately gets it. And it's like, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, yeah. And when I'm... Okay, so I'll share my screen right now so you can just see um, real quick. Um, so it's actually in Danish, but um, I think you'll get the idea. So in the um, in the fucking bag, there's this. Uh, this means uh, Nina. Uh, what's it called? Uh, diary. Means, okay. Right. And so they start reading about you know this is like the party plus her, uh, and this is like a party member like this guy. Yeah. And like it describes some of the adventures like. It was really funny. Uh, and so it turns out that it's actually uh, one of the characters' sister. Okay. You know, uh, it was uh, this, this guy called Ignis' sister that was with them all along. <laughs> That's what it says, uh, right? You know, it, 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 this is like some program about how she um, she said that he's a warlock now and stuff like that. Because she's a cleric. Yeah, that's that's that's, really that's essentially cool. it. You know what, what software did whether, you, you use know, to make that, or is it just like? Uh, it's it's a uh, I've, I've actually used Photoshop. Okay. Uh, for uh, I stole a lot of the pictures actually off the net, um, locally, but I, and I photoshopped them so they looked like how they portrayed the character, how yeah. they described. It. That's awesome. Right, and I found this nearby accident, and I just stole it, and I was like, "That's perfect. I love it." Um, yeah, and so you know they they're reading this diary about um, you know basically their adventures and stuff like that, uh, and and they're just like freaking out, and and especially the warlock, he's like, this is some fucking devilry. There's some devil that's spooking us right now. This is not fucking real. 
you know, he's he knows he didn't have a sister, and he's just so angry. He actually becomes so how like because you know he's also you know thinks a lot about devils and stuff like that. So it's like it's gonna be some fucking devil that, that I pissed off at some point. He's just really messing with me and my my entire party. Yeah, that, that is really cool though. I like that idea. I'm gonna have to do some more looking into that uh the uh Hydra or the false Hydra. Yeah. Oh, that is, this awesome. is a picture. Yeah, and this is a picture of uh, a character's parents and it, and it says here like that's a kid's parents, smiley. Um and the funny thing is that in his backstory, he's always been an orphan and he's never met his parents. Um Oh, well, he think he doesn't have, right? But the funny thing about the false hybrid is that you can you can now start to just incredibly rewrite their backstories and just, re as a, you know, really piss them off. But right. It's kind of pissing them off, but it's really, you know, taking the piss on them because, you know, of course, one player never had a sister at all. He's never mentioned her. It's not even the backstory. He, he doesn't even know. Like, the player himself doesn't even know it. And one of the other ones was an orphan, and he never met his parents at all. And, and it it says in the in the diary, it says that he talked about his parents, and he's he's scared of meeting them again in the city called Riverfield, which is where they are at right now. But of course, his parents has been eaten by the false hyper <laughs> <laughs> just a few days before. And so, yeah, yeah, I think you get the general idea. So it's really fucked up uh, in that way, and the players are just. They're fucking incredibly going insane and just not trusting anything they see. Yeah, you're causing like mental trauma to your uh to your players. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and the really great thing is that um if you when kill it, the thing you should do is that you you know you should actually get make them get all of their memories back that you you know you just made up. So you should, you know, have you know you should describe you know, when they kill it, what each character actually remembers about their backstory in life. Yeah. Uh, because you, you'll get a really like, oh, I can't believe I could forget my sister moment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was, it was really funny. I just wanted to tell you, I, I always share this false hyper uh, monster with, with, with whoever, uh, with whoever, like, uh, Wants to DM or something like that because it's just it's it's given us so much, so much fun, and not fun. <laughs> that is awesome. That, see, that's why I like D and D or just like role playing games in general is that it really is up to you to make the story, and yeah, exactly. that allows for so much creativity to go into something. Like you can have infinite stories of using the same baseline rules and it's really cool so like, yeah exactly it's a really cool like concept i just yeah, exactly. wish i would have gotten into it earlier because we had a D D club when i was in high school but i never joined it i only started oh, yeah, after yeah. high school and now i look back and like man wish i would have like gotten a group earlier on so i could play more frequently but yeah you know. it's really unfortunate you live and you learn. Yeah. The players that I play with right now, I met them at university and never, none of them had ever played before. And, they, and I was just like, hey, should I DM for you? And now I've just, I've just traumatized them. All they talk about is D&D. &D. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that's good. That means you're a good DM then. Because that means they're enjoying it, so you're doing your job well. So. Yeah, thank you. Just I really, really try it way too hard, as you can see. I mean, hey, I thought that looked yeah. awesome. Have you ever considered uh, selling the, uh, like, the stories that you make? Well, you know, the false address is actually mine, so it's a, what's it called? It's like an open source monster or whatever gotcha, you call yeah. it. It's from a homebrew page called Goblin Punch. So I just, I just, I took the idea of the false address and just really messed everybody up. Yeah. Um, um, but actually, I was. Um, the, what, what is a boarding school in English? A boarding school that's like a. Is that what? What's that exactly? Uh, so like, uh, we have we have like elementary school, and then we go to high school, and then to college. So, okay. uh, primary school is usually what people call. Actually, we go elementary, sorry, we go elementary, middle, high school, then college. Uh, primary school is typically what people would refer to, like, elementary school in America. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying boarding school. Oh, boarding school, yeah. Uh, that's, like, private schools. I mean, we really don't have, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because in, in that's, uh, I think that's because uh, there's not really anything, in, in, in my language, it's, it's the closest thing I come is boarding school. Anyway. My my point is that it's it's like a school where uh, after after primary school you go and live there for a year, essentially. Uh, of course, you can come back to your parents in the weekends, but essentially you, you live there for a year and you do school stuff. Yeah. But like, you kind of live outside your parents' control. Anyway, there are two boarding schools in Denmark that are essentially just about role playing and tabletop RPGs and live role playing. It's so funny, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my. I was just gonna say that I've been paid to play a you know a DM there. That was that was what I was trying to get at. That's awesome. So I have I have been I would I wouldn't say sell my things, but performing my things maybe is the way to say it. There are people in America that you can hire uh, to DM for you, and they charge like a hundred dollars an hour to DM. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Maybe I should move to America. God right? Damn. Yeah, who needs Dogecoins when you can have a, <laughs> you can have that? So that's uh, the equivalent to 612 Danish crones, according to Google. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. So, yeah, it's, it's way wild. too much. It, it is absurd. Like $100 an hour is more than a large majority of people make at their job. And... <laughs> There are people that you can hire to go to parties and DM for you. That's fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, that's the way to do it. If you have the, if you can sit down and have $100 an hour parties, I would 100% do that. I mean, I wouldn't that pay the, like... I wouldn't pay the money, but I would, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering who would pay? Uh, I mean, I guess like, if you really think about it, $100 an hour might not be too bad if you have, like, a large party of people. Yeah, like, if you divide it by six, it's like, uh, okay, an easy number. If you divide it by five, it's, like, 20. Yeah, which, I mean, 20 bucks for That's a, still a lot of money. Yeah, that, that's a lot of money, but if you look at, like, how much it would cost if you guys were to go out to eat or something like that instead, it would be about the same. 
if you guys go to like a nicer restaurant. But I, I still, yeah. That's way too much. Also, like when I play, we play for, <laughs> we sometimes play for, play for nine hours. <laughs> uh, so that would be a lot of money. <laughs> God damn. Fuck, man. $100 an hour. Yeah. That's fucking work. It's uh, in New York City. Uh, he's a professional game master, and on average, he's paid a hundred dollars an hour to lead Dungeons and Dragons game, uh, games. Get up to seven hundred dollars so, this month. Yeah, he uh, he's doing well for himself over there. Do you think he's paying? Do you think he's uh, what am I trying to say? Do you think he's paying a licensing fee? <laughs> to, I, I, uh, I wonder. To like, yeah, I wonder. <laughs> Actually, I think they have come out and said that you don't have to pay licensing fees on their stuff as long as you use oh, it. In f nice. Yeah. I just sent you a link of it. Yeah, I kind of want to see this. This seems really weird. I, I don't know, man. $100 an hour still seems like a lot to me. But, I mean, if people want to use their money, I guess it's their money. So, use it as they want. Oh wow, it almost has no views, what the fuck? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, you can come to America and we can start a uh, DMing thing. I'll be your manager. I'll do all your bookings and stuff like that. Keep your keep your schedule. We can split the profits. Oh. Uh, twenty eighty. Well, well, now I'm I'm looking at this, right? I'm just looking at this, and and like even like like the map he uses, like it's not even that good. No, it's not. It's <laughs> nothing crazy. It's not it, even it, that, you know what? Yeah, no, it's nothing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's a standard battle map, it looks like. Yeah, it looks like a yeah. standard battle map that he's just drawn on. I mean, he has some, he has all the minis and uh, a lot of dice, probably, that you can use, but in the end, yeah, well, it's, not, I, you know? yeah, it's nothing uh, crazy. What the heck? Yeah. I'm just like I don't I don't I don't think I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't Is he even using music? Now see I don't know if you could uh use music because then you might get into a copyright issue, but it, oh, yeah, it is wild. It is a wild concept. No, I wouldn't I don't think you would get copyright issues because you know it's a it's a private event. Like DJs don't get copyright, copyrighted That's for true. playing random songs, true. right? So it's essentially you're just like a a, a DJ who raps over the music. <laughs> yeah. But it's not rapping; you're just performing at the session. So he does, he does uh, kids games. 
for three to six students for after school programs is something that he does. Uh, he runs programs with preparatory schools, which are kind of like your boarding schools that you were talking about. Um, he does corporate games where he goes and works with five to eight people in a business setting. He helps with game design. So you can like, uh, hire him to help you plan a game. He does birthday parties and just special events. Damn. Yeah. He also he also really he also really really looks like uh you know if I had to create a character that was just a D and D player he looks exactly like yeah. it. <laughs> he Here's looks his website. So like <laughs> Here's his website if you want to uh, hire him. Yeah, I'm just gonna fly into Denmark. No, no, no problem. I'm just, just curious. Dude, for enough money, you probably could hire him and fly him in from or fly him to Denmark. I feel like I'm kind of flabbergasted at this. It is really... wild. Like, yeah. I mean, I got nothing but respect for the guy if he's able to do it. I don't. I don't... Just, it's pretty I, sweet. I, I mean, just. I, I feel like I still have a hard time understanding it. Really? Oh, he also published something. Oh, that's nice. That's funny. He published uh, something. Yeah. Quite a few things, actually. That's great. That is crazy. That's coming uh, from having a show or something. It's amazing. it's awesome i mean congrats this dude he he found a a living doing what he loves so yeah yeah. i guess yeah just i'm still still, i think it's just because i've just come out from an exam about business and and stuff like that or how to create value for a customer i better i'm just thinking like who the fuck would pay this that's Ooh, that's hey, my thing is like five or a hundred dollars an hour is a lot of money. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, you got to think about how much work he's putting in outside of it. So. Yeah, guess, that's true. Especially if he if he makes them like personally tailored, I don't know if he does that. But like, if you kind of give him an idea of what you want, and then he rolls with that, he does put a lot of effort in outside of it. I would think. So, oh yeah, definitely. A hundred dollars an hour isn't really a hundred dollars an hour. It's more like, I mean, how much time did you put into your campaign? I would imagine oh a God. decent amount. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even think I want to know. I feel like I could have learned an entire programming language instead of. <laughs> I could have been a fucking software engineer right now instead of fucking <laughs> just playing <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I guess if he tailor makes them for people, I can definitely see how he can be paid that much. That actually makes a lot of sense. That would be like, like my it, reason for why it's probably Yeah. It's so expensive like if, is cuz he probably puts in a lot of time outside of it, so he has to make up for that time with that cost. Yeah. Yeah, well that actually makes a lot of sense. So it's probably an hour of their time, but, you know, he probably plays for an hour, but it turns out that it's, you know, 
six plus hours of his time. So yeah, probably. Yeah. That is really interesting. Well, I don't want to cut off short, but I do have class coming up here soon. So. Oh yeah, that's fine. I appreciate you uh, talking with me. This was fun. We'll have to keep in contact. Maybe we can uh, get together and hire Tim Wood to come out and DM (laughs) a game for us. (laughs) Yeah, we can we can do it online through. Yeah, hey Tim, can you uh can you do an online through Discord one? I mean, I know things are crazy right now, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll still pay the same amount. <laughs> Wait, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't, I don't have the money for that. Hey Tim, maybe, how maybe much to fly you out to Denmark? <laughs> yeah, how much to fly you out to Denmark? <laughs> yeah, no, you don't get a sleeping space. I'm a, I'm a student. I don't have any <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you offer student discounts, like, uh, you know. Yeah. Oh, so stupid. Oh, I love it. That is awesome. Yeah, well, I, well, uh, good luck with your classes. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you again for uh, talking with me. It was awesome. It was a good time. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I will talk to you later, maybe. Get Tim Wood on here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thank you.